Hey everyone, welcome back at City Lights Podcast. It's good to be with all of you again. Um, it's me and Vic here today. We don't have anyone special, but we do have something that's on our hearts that we wanted to talk about. Victor? Yeah, no one's special, just us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, you know, as, as, we, as we pray about different topics to talk about, and, you know, we always... Um, not argue, but go back and forth about this and that. And, and, um, we also try to keep it what we're comfortable talking about and what we, um, understand as opposed to, you know, things that may be above our pay grade. I mean, we don't get paid, but, um, yeah, so we, we kind of landed on, on, we always kind of land on things that is, is God is teaching us at the moment and what we're what we're working through right now, and you know, is either in my life or Vic's life, or um, if we have a guest on, you know, we always try to choose topics that are immediately um, applicable to our lives. And we see that you know God's working through this, and He's teaching me this. And you know, even just this week, He taught me this, or He He was speaking me through His Word last night, and and He opened this up to me. And I think that's just the best way, you know, when. When God is truly speaking to your heart and he's opening up things to, to you um, that you're able to give it, uh, you know, teach about those things in, in the best way possible because it's a uh, real life experience. Right. And it's like, I think those kind of, you know, lessons or testimonies, it's not like we're the only ones going through it. But when the things that God is teaching us is like he's, he, we went through a that period in our life for a reason and I think that's exactly because we can just share it with you know our brothers and sisters in Christ and maybe they're going or entering in that same thing that you just went through you know and giving them advice or right. just help you know how to get through that and I think it's all you know part of God's master plan yeah how and, he works and praise God for that like the uh, process of sanctification you know that we go through that we have those those teaching moments where we fall and we get up and, and God says you know don't do it don't do that and and this is how you become more like me and and that's essentially our topic for today is um more of god and less of me you know and that should be our goal daily is to become more like god and less of ourselves uh to be sanctified to become more like him and if he's opening up things to you and, and teaching you then you know you're on the right track if, if if you're if god's speaking to you and opening up to you yeah and more of god and less of me you know more of him I feel like we know what that means because it's not very hard. You know, it's not a very hard concept to grasp. He increases, we decrease. But to actually implement that practically in our life, like what does that look like? How can we decrease when, you know, we're still living on this world? You know, how can we, right. you know, increase in God and yet decrease in ourselves? It doesn't seem very, you know, practical. It yeah. sounds fine, you know, theoretical or theory, but actually coming down to it what does that actually mean yeah and and that's like um that that takes a lot of humbleness you know as a christian is is you know christianity starts with you going on your knees humbling yourself and, and realizing that i'm nothing but it doesn't end with you saying that i'm everything you know it it ends with you saying you know i you know as 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 you continue to be in that christianity so you continue to say i am nothing i need more more of jesus every single day more and more and, um, you know, what I've realized, you know, the closer I get to God, the weaker that I realize that I am, you know, you know, the more faith I put in Christ, the less faith I put in myself. 
and that's the way it should be, you know, always more and more. Um, I want to read a passage that I was reading last night, uh, Romans 6.15 to the end, I guess. Um, what then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to, who, to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? But God be thanked that through, through, though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine of which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanliness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your, your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in, in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit of holiness, fruit to holiness, and the end, everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm, amen. You know, and, and we look at that, and you know, in verse 16 it said, um, um, well, just all throughout the whole thing, you know, it, it, it talks about from slaves of sin to slaves of Christ, to of slaves of God, you know. And it it's almost a weird concept to wrap your head around, you know. Like, I, I thought I was free from sin. Why am I still considered a slave? But um, in, in essence, you, you either serve God as your master or you serve the world, the devil, as your master, you know. And there's no in-between, you know. You're, you're either in bondage to your sin or you're set free and you're in bondage to Christ. Yeah, I mean, a slave to God is a very interesting, you know, way to put it. I guess you can say, you know, a way to describe the Christian life. Yeah. But that's how it is. And even Apostle Paul, he said it himself, he said he's speaking to us in human terms because we're not yet ready for, you know, deeper and more deeper things like that. But a slave to God is not something that is, you know, not, you know, it's not something that we don't want. Mm -hmm. A slave to God is very different than being a slave to sin. Because a slave to sin, you are tossed to and fro with whatever passion, whatever, whatever lust will come your way, you know, when the waves come. Like, you're going to just going to be drowning. You're going to be, you know, buried deep into your, into sin, into right. You know, temporary pleasure, and what happens after that? That fades. It's like depression. It's anxiety. It's all these things that will ultimately sin will lead you down, and ultimately, like we read in in verse twenty three, it'll lead you unto death because mm -hmm. that's what sin is. It leads us unto death, certain death. Yeah. But being a slave to God or a servant to God, it's where we actually have stability. It's where we actually can you know place our feet on the solid rock and submit ourselves to Christ who has already conquered, you know, death and he's already conquered sin on the cross and then that gives us, you know, that that stability that we can actually move forward in our lives and live the life that we're actually called to live. Yeah, and I think uh verse 16 puts it in good 
um, good you know, context. It says, do you, do you not know that whom you present yourselves, slaves, to obey, that you are one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? You know, you have, um, you can either present yourself uh, as to obey the one, um, you know, the devil, and that is sin leading to death, or you, or you, um, sorry, I'm just looking at it, um, or you put yourself to obey Jesus Christ, which is leading to righteousness, a sanctification pro process, you know, and, and, and in a sense, you have no choice whether you're a slave or not. You're either in bondage to sin or in bondage to Christ. You know, there's no in between, but you have a right to choose which one. You have a right to choose whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you know, mm -hmm. Do you not know to who, that to whom you present yourselves slave, slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves? You know, you're a slave, and, and that still puts you in such a humble, humble part. It's, it's you're, you're a slave. It puts everyone on, on, a, on a level playing field, you know? Yeah, and, you know, being, putting yourself, to put it, put it differently, to be putting yourself in, to like a, pl a state of where you're just obedient to God, to every single word that he says, to everything that, you know, is written in the word. That's what it ultimately means to, for us to decrease is because when we're submitting ourselves to God's will, to what he wants and being obedient to it, I think that's, right. it's in that moment where we begin to decrease. It's where we no longer think what I want or what, you know, about the self, about me, but we think about how to how can we please God? How right. can we bring glory back to God? Which is what our Christian life, which really is all life, is all about. Even from the beginning, you know, the first man from Adam, his whole purpose was just to have communion, to have fellowship with God, and to bring God glory through it. And it's a it's a beautiful picture that we lost because of sin, but now we have, you know, we have it again because of Christ. And to decrease is like, like, like I said before, is to be more obedient. But even in that, we need Christ. Because like, you know, we even to like live the life that we're called to live, it's all through Christ. Like there isn't any part of this Christian part, life that we can do on our own. Not right. only just salvation, but sanctification like you were talking about. It's a constant renewal. It's a constant going back to Jesus because it's all we have. It's because it's either our flesh, ourselves, our sin, death, or Christ and what he has to offer, righteousness, love, life. Yeah, and, and I don't, you know, we can't be sanctified if you're hopping in and out of, um, of your, you know, of this true faith. If you, you know, you say what you want to serve God, but your actions are completely opposite, then there's no way you're getting sanctified, you know? You know, you, you, I think we can all be honest with ourselves and, and say and truly say, you know, how much Max Akimov actually preached such a, a good sermon on this um, the other week on Sunday night. And, um, you know, he preached about how much is, is your Christian life, is your Christianity costing you, you know? Is it just costing you waking up at 8 a.m.? You know, is that is that the extent of your, of your sacrifice? Is you waking up at 8 a.m. going to service or, you know, skipping, hanging out Monday night and you go to youth? You know, and um, I think we can take a look at that and, and actually ask ourselves, you know, what is it actually costing us? You know, because we even if you're serving 
every single day at the church, what is that actually costing you? Are you just trying to keep yourself busy or is that just, you know, something to make yourself look good, you know? Is that what God wills for your life? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, well, I mean, just like looking at it like, you know, if you're in the church active and, and doing all these things, your reputation grows and it's like it's almost like, you know, you are um, it does. It's honestly sometimes doesn't cost you much, you know. And I think we have to look at lives where Christianity is supposed to cost us, you know, our reputation and our popularity of the world and all these other things. And it's supposed to cost us our comfort. You know, how, how often are we out of our comfort zone growing in Christ? We can't grow in comfortability. We have to be uncomfortable. Um, yeah, Lilia Sagan always says it takes zero faith to come to church on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... Or, There's sorry. many people with zero faith that go. Yeah, I think she has a new last name. She just got married last week, but whatever, you know who that is. Um, the point is, right, it's like the majority of Christians today, you know, if we look at them, they're not producing fruit. And I think a really scary thing to think about is it's written about it in Matthew where... If, the, if a part of the vine, right, is not producing fruit, Jesus says he comes and he cuts it off and he casts it into the everlasting mm-hmm. fire. Like, that should worry. That should, like, you know, want or like, if we're true Christians, we should not want to see our fellow brothers and sisters being comfortable, being complacent, you know, right. thinking that they're good in their, in their, you know, ratio between me and God, you know, how much of, of it is my life God's and how much is it mine? But God requires our entire life and he deserves our entire life. Like he deserves more than that, but it's all we can give to him. You know, Mm -hmm. like Christ, he gave us so much. He gave up his life. He gave up heaven in the presence of the father. Like, like it's unimaginable how much he actually gave up. And it should just be a logical response is to want to, you know, give back, well, everything, all that we can, not to repay him, but just out of you know respect, out of reverence for what he has done for us. Yeah. I mean, like even looking at verse 21, it says, What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not a slave to Christ, if you're a slave to your sin, there's no other fruit that you can produce other than death. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no good that can come out. There's no good that can come out, come out of us either way, you know. It's the only good that comes out of us is through the Holy Spirit, through that sanctification process, through through the works of the Lord that, that God uses us, you know. And, um, you know, Paul through, throughout this, the book, even in, in this chap, chapter more so, um, even the first verse is, what, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm-hmm. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized in Christ Jesus was bap- Christ Jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him through bapti- through baptism into death and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should also walk in newness of life um you know, I think we should read this every single day. Mm. Romans chapter six, and and even um, in in verse fourteen, it says, "For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. 
What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? Certainly not. And, um, you know, that it's, uh, I know it's, it's not this easy, but this is the key to, you know, to, to end, end that cycle of, of sin and, and, um, hopping in and out of sin and, and, you know, talks about, um, what then it says uh we are not under law but under grace that curse of the law you know we are, we are we are made victorious in Christ we are more than conquerors in Christ you know and and we shouldn't be stuck in in a cycle where um it's constantly hopping in and out of sin and constantly um falling on our knees and because of, you know, what we did the other day or some, you know, obviously we, we will mess up and, and, you know, sometimes we fail, but um, we should be moving on from that, you know, is we should be moving on from that, from that milk and going on to the meat. We should, instead of, you know, fighting this, this fight of, of sin, you know, that's, that battle was already won. Jesus was made victorious. He made us all victorious. We are more than conquerors. We should be moving on to the sanctification process, but so many times we, we we are just stuck in 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 battling in this one particular sin, although we should be dead to it, you know. And um, I know it's 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 easier said than done, you know. And even through sanctification process, that that sin will 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 become nothing. But it it depends whether you truly want to serve God and give up that, or are you at, um, just saying these things? But in in reality your heart is still in love with with this sin, you know? Yeah, and I feel like it goes with not just sin, you know, what the Bible calls sin, but even like, you know, the things that we have in our lives that aren't necessarily sin, but are taking that place that God desires in our heart, where it's yeah. taking our attention, where it's taking the time that we would spend with Him. And it's not necessarily sin, but it's like, it, I guess, turns into sin because it's taking that place that God desires, whether it's work, whether it's a relationship, whatever it may be, you know, like our phones, whatever. Like the Bible doesn't say anything about our phones, but it does say about where our heart should be in relationship to God. Right. And and where we should, you know, and how, how much are we supposed to like cherish him and give things up for him, right, to, for him to increase in our lives, it's it's always going to be a journey. I don't think it's there's ever going to be a moment where we can you know say this is like you know fully I have died to myself and now it's you know Christ who lives in me. Yeah. But yes, that is the story of our life, but it's a journey. It's where we keep you know rising up and we keep falling down. And like you were talking about that sanctification process, and I think we've talked about it on a previous po um, podcast before too, just how we're tried and we're you know tried by that fire and the only way yeah. to grow is to be tried is to be you know it's to have your faith tested because if your faith's not tested well then you're not going to grow yeah and you know i think one thing to to really you know um pray about and think about is is you know we we were supposed to be dead with christ when you accept jesus you know I, there's a there's a man dietrich bonhoeffer he was alive during the, the Nazi reign of, of Germany and Europe, and he was um, he was in in you know tr trying to assassinate Hitler. He was in that, and um, you know he was he was a man of faith, and he wanted that to stop. But he had a famous quote, and it's like to accept Christ into your life is to accept death. You know when 
when we're buried with Christ, it doesn't mean that our, just our sin is, is buried, buried with Christ, you know, that, oh, you know, that, that the sin, but it's the old man, the whole body, the, the arms, the legs, the sin, the, even what you thought was good is, is buried with Christ. You know, we can produce no good. Everything should be in the grave, you know, and I, and we, we should think about how much have we actually, how much of us, our old self is actually dead. You know, have we kept some things that, you know, do we, you know, even just like, like being lazy as Christians, you know, that, do we, do we actually, are we dead to ourselves in the fact that we, we are not going to just sit on the couch all day and, and do nothing, but we, we want to sacrifice our time for Christ instead of strolling, you know, instead of chilling, hanging out sometimes, you, do, you, do you sacrifice those times to spend with Christ, you know? Yeah, and, you know, well, everything that we just talked about, becoming a slave to God, and I kind of briefly touched upon this, it doesn't sound pleasing, mm-hmm. you know, just talking about it and say, uh, someone who doesn't believe listens in on this conversation, they might think, well, why would on earth would I ever want that when I could be, do whatever I want, do whatever, you know, my heart desires instead of some God. But no, it's yeah. when we, when God reveals himself to a person, you know, when he draws a person to himself, that alone is opens our eyes to see who we truly are in Christ, which is nothing, which is like, you know, Christ compares our righteousness to filthy rags, but what about everything else in our lives? Mm-hmm. What about everything, you know, that we go through? But when we see Christ and we see God and his goodness and his love for us, that's a, a it's it's worth it to submit to that will, you know, it's worth it, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, I mean, um I think self-examination is a great is a great thing and I think we can examine through the word you know, it's a mirror for us mm-hmm. to see, you know, how much it, you know, how, like, are we actually fully dead? Is our old man fully in the grave or have we resurrected some things and, and try to pick out, oh, like, you know, that was not that bad. I'm just going to let that come back in. And, you know, the old man's knocking my heart. I'm just going to allow some things of my old self, you know, and that's where, that's where we allow sin back into our lives, you know. But it constantly should be more of Jesus and less of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to end off with a quote that I uh, read the other day. It was Tim Keller, who's a, a pastor that died um, a couple years ago. He said, The Christian gospel is that I am so flawed that Jesus had to die for me, yet I am so loved and valued that Jesus was glad to die for me. This leads to deep humility and deep confidence at the same time. It undermines both swaggering and sniveling. I cannot feel superior to anyone, and yet I do not, and I have nothing to prove to anyone. I do not think of myself more nor less of myself. Instead, I think of myself less. You know? Yeah. It's like I don't think of myself higher or lower. I just think of myself less, and I, and I think of Christ. How can I please Christ? How can I give glory to God? How, how can I live today that it would bring glory to God? How can I build up Jesus's kingdom um, instead of mine, you know? And um, that definitely takes sacrifice. Uh, you know, back in, you know, back when, when they had to sacrifice um, for their sins, you know, that, that, that altar is, is burning and that fire, and we all want to have that, that burning altar in us, that fire. 
And that takes putting sacrifices into that fire, you know. Um, and what are the sacrifices of today? It's obedience. Yeah. Like even back yeah. then, mm-hmm. it's written in the Psalms that obedience triumphs over sacrifice. Yeah. And just being obedient to God's word. And, but first, you have to actually hear God's word. And that's where, you know, the Bible comes in because it's the literal word of God. Yeah. And even in um, in uh, Romans 4, it said, for, for what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Mm-hmm. He believed, he trusted, he, he obeyed, um, and that was counted as righteousness. Um, so, so God bless you guys. Um, you know, we're praying for you. Pray for us as well. Uh, we want to continue to bless you with, with good content. And, um, you know, we really need the strength of the Lord for that and, and his wisdom as well. Um, and maybe sometimes you guys, you know, we, we might, you know, slip up and, and, and out of our own mouths, it might, it might come out wrong or something. But, um, you know, we're praying that God guides us. And, and we would like for you guys to pray for us as well. Um, but God bless you, and we'll see you next week.